0: What is up, listeners, and welcome into the inaugural episode of Picking Corners, a Box Lacrosse channel production. Guys, we're excited to be here with you today for the origin story episode, episode one. We're giving you the juicy details of who all we are. You'll meet us here shortly. But first off, you're probably just sitting here wondering right now, like, what link did I click on? What is Picking Corners? Was this a waste of time? No, it was not a waste of time because I'll tell you why right now. Picking Corners invites you to join us in discussing the four most recent and relevant lacrosse, sometimes not lacrosse, we'll be honest, news pieces. I'm Tucker LaBelle, joined by Cammie Mack and Garrett Hannett in targeting our four corners of discussion before opening the floor to industry guests for each of the episode's interviews. So stick around, guys. You're not going to want to miss episode one or any of the episodes, because we are the guys. I mean, you know, we, we really enjoy what we're doing. Plus, we can bring you some some pretty awesome information and uh, maybe some comedy as well, because, you know, we're, we're kind of some goofballs on here as well. First and foremost, let's get to know the trio of the show right here, right now. Cammie Mac, take it away. Give us the intro, man.
1: <laughs> oh, great to be here, Tucker. Thanks for that wonderful warm welcome. Uh, really excited for this podcast and this opportunity um, and, you know, excited to, to see where this goes. So get to know me a little bit. My name is Cameron McKenzie. Some people call me Cammie Mack. Um, it's probably the alias I'm going to be running with on this show. I'm um, originally from St. Charles, Illinois, so a nice Chicago suburb. Um, I got into lacrosse originally um, playing baseball actually uh, up until like seventh grade thought it was super boring sorry um, but not really uh, played contact sports I played football and the football program or excuse me the lacrosse program I came over to the football program and was like hey we're from guys that love contact want to try to sport, like don't want to pick any lines in outfield I was like yeah dad sign me up um, so I ended up doing uh, lacrosse um, for the first time in seventh grade, loved it, went on to play in high school uh, all four years, played at Augustana College in uh, Rock Island in the Quad Cities, uh, Go Vikes baby, um, played for them for four years and now I'm actually playing semi-pro lacrosse with the Chicago Portagers, um, box lacrosse uh, in the BLO, so uh, really excited uh, for that. A um, couple fun facts about me. Uh, my guilt or pleasure food is, is pretty much anything that's in front of my face. Last night, I think I crushed like 20 cookies from my fiance's family's cookie exchange um, playing Call of Duty. So that was, that was pretty disappointing, but it was great in the moment. Um, and then uh, I'd say fun fact about myself. If you look behind me, I've got um, like 300 plus records on the shelf. I uh, really love music. I uh, just started collecting records a couple of years ago. Um, so if you are interested in any of that, any of those tastes, reach out to me. I love that stuff. Um, and then just a funny little picture to show you guys. Um, I'm actually wearing probably one of the first lacrosse uh, shirts that I ever had growing up, but I got myself a nice little mirror pick throwback for you, Rockin' the Warrior lacrosse shirt. I got the Blackberry uh, slid up, of course. want to make sure that the camera's exposed. Um, I love it. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's pretty much a little bit about me. I think I'm going to throw it over to Garrett. Garrett, tell me a little bit about yourself, brother.
2: Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love the introduction. Um, Garrett, um, I'm from Linwood, Illinois, so south suburb of Chicago. Um, first got into lacrosse in high school. I wanted to play football, but dad was like, yeah, I'm not dealing with those injuries fun fact my cousin uh broke his spine a P- disc out from football so I had him to thank for not playing that love that um found box across actually um after graduating from playing at illinois state um i played against i forget oh, who it was since summer league and i got very much crossed up and i was like how did you do that because that looks like fun um <laughs> so it happened happen from man and play with the outlaws and now I'm playing with cam on the Portagers um great team great group of guys love it um I do have a little side job uh, I moving as a DJ every now and then so you know when I feel to feel either feel up to it or I just feel like you know doing whatever I want to do I just go out and play some uh, play some clubs play some places or play in my basement any place you can always catch me um <laughs> favorite fact about myself. I'm always busy and not necessarily doing anything important. And I'm, I'm just doing random stuff. I would be outside. We play video games, play lacrosse. You got to get on the schedule, but it's always a fun time when you get on the schedule. And then a fun picture I found was me in my early childhood. This is from preschool. Jumping off of the stairs. If you guys can see that. Pretty sure I lost a tooth right after this was taken. Um, I would come home with like teeth missing um parents asked me oh hey my tooth came out where is it i i don't know it's just gone so tell the tooth fairy to figure that one out for me and i'll be expecting a dollar in the morning no that was uh good times good times never got a dollar for that one but we know we're still keeping tabs tooth fairy tuck if you uh, if you know her so that's the
0: right that's right you know you know you know it's right it's right great intro great intro gentlemen you know, now the viewers know who you are. I guess I'll give them a little backstory here. Uh, I am Tucker LaBelle. i um, originally from Southern California, Ventura, California. Didn't live there for a really long time. It's okay. I wouldn't have found lacrosse if I lived there in my, my entire childhood. I uh, grew up most of my, my years in Kent, Ohio, about 30 minutes outside of Cleveland, Ohio. Fell in love with lacrosse at about 11 years old. So we are now going on 12 years, 13 years of lacrosse in my life. Um, love the game. Every second of it, love the game, have done a little bit international played all over the place. Lacrosse is like the, the ultimate language. You know, we, we all get along regardless of who we are, where we're from. When we step on the field, it's all about lacrosse. Love that. Um, so got in the field at 11 years old. Um, when did I find box lacrosse? I was really lucky to be in an area where all of our high school teams played box lacrosse in the off season. So I got into box lacrosse when I was like 15 years old, probably, started playing then. Um, Fun fact slash music genre slash who I am. uh, I love country music. Uh, I'm probably one of those rare lacrosse guys that just really, really, really loves country music. I, for a while did country music photography and was like down in the pit below stages. Still love doing that type of stuff. Um, Content is king, you know, all that kind of stuff. Favorite fact about myself. I don't know. I mean, right now, I guess favorite fact is I'm one of the youngest collegiate head coaches in the country. Also just like to have a lot of fun, love traveling, love traveling, Um, mainly traveling when it attached to lacrosse that makes everything a little bit better. Um, That's who I am though. You know, I love the game. I'm a grower of the game. Everything about lacrosse is my life. I also work in the baseball industry a little bit too. Don't shame on me and more than anything, the photo you guys have been waiting for my senior Banner picture right there. Man, that thing's solid with a, a dyed head on there. You gotta love that all around, guys. But I feel like I would want to be going to homecoming with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you know. Oh, it's all right. All right. <laughs> uh, sort of biggest subject, thing, I guess. You know, in homecoming. I love homecoming, man. But hey, hey, here we are, guys. Listeners, we're on here right now just to give you a breakdown to start out with who we are and to maybe maybe put a smile on your face. I'm I'm pretty sure Kami Mac put a smile on somebody's face. Hold that smile. We'll be right back after this ad break. Like I said, hold a smile the whole way through, listen to something, click on some links, and then come back to hear our banter. We'll be right back here on Picking Corners. All righty, guys, welcome back. Maybe you clicked on something, maybe you didn't. You're going to click on something at some point. That's okay, though. That's okay. That's all part of the show experience right here is our pretty faces and ad reads. So we're back, guys. We have some great topics to discuss for you today. Um, we're gonna start out though with a very hot topic right now. The National Lacrosse League has recently kicked off and our resident NLL expert, Cammy Mack, Dude, take it away. Give the people what they want to hear about yeah, the NLA. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, obviously, as uh, you know, an origin episode for this podcast, you want to give a breakdown on uh, box lacrosse and things going on in the lacrosse community in general. Uh, one of those things being, uh, you know, what am I, you know, supposed to look out for in terms of uh, trying to find. You know, somewhere to enjoy some box across, right? And at the highest level, we have the NLL or the National Lacrosse League. Um, this is the, the top professional league. It's actually uh, it's some, similar to uh, the NHL, where you have Canadian teams and uh, American teams kind of spread across uh, North America. Uh, this year, we've got 15 teams, um, and that actually includes a, a new team called the Las Vegas uh, Desert Dogs. Um, orp, orp, orp. Pretty, pretty sweet, uh, not only to, to have a team there in Las Vegas. I don't know if any of you guys are sports bettors or uh, gambling addicts, um, but definitely some some uh, good territory there for sports. Um, they'll be playing at Uh, mandalay bay in the michelob ultra arena there uh if you don't if you don't know the uh kind of founders owners of the teams are actually uh wayne gretzky dustin johnson and steve nash hopefully uh, steve nash can transition from a a pretty awful coaching career to uh you know being a good nll uh, lacrosse team owner here um Camille, so you know, you know
0: what you know what though Steve Nash Steve Nash is marking his territory as a desert dog.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, well he better
1: or else uh, Wayne Gretzky and his son-in-law are going to give him a boot. Um, we do have a new commissioner this year, Brett Frued. Um, I feel like the Frueds is isn't that like a Netflix. Uh, movie for children. They're like cavemen. I don't know. Uh, Anyways, Fru joins the NLL with us this year, um, actually coming from a background in NASCAR, uh, being the president of the uh, Stuart Haas team um, since 2008, actually, if you don't recognize any of those names, uh, Tony Stewart, uh, he was, you know, big Home Depot guy. I'm not sure if he's picking up any late night shifts these days since he's not racing anymore. Um, and then we've got uh, the Haas team as well, right? Gene Haas. Uh, I'm a drive to survive guy. I do love F1. Um, they've got a Haas team over there. So some interesting names. I'm not sure how you go from driving a car uh, to picking up a lacrosse stick. I mean, I guess I do that every time I go to play my men's league, um, but I'm not sure, you know, that necessarily gives me the ability to be a, an NLL commissioner. So, you know, going in a new direction, excited to see what happens there. Um, and, you know, in terms of the NOL, really excited how the season started so far. So, uh, Tucker, I think you got a a few things to tell us about the the major series uh, lacrosse league here. Yeah, yeah, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, box fans, those new to the game right now, it's easy to get zoned in only on the NLL. There's enough propaganda out there that you may only think the NLL exists. The good news is even when the NLL season is over, there's still a lot of lacrosse to be taken in, especially on the box side. Some would argue even better lacrosse than sometimes in the NLL we head up North. That's the biggest thing right there. Major series lacrosse MSL has been around for a really long time. I know they had some financial slash legal difficulties in the past years and like a player lockout or something like that. So there was kind of a pause for a bit there, but the MSL um, hosts six senior teams based out of Ontario, some incredible talent in here. I mean, the biggest, of biggest names have played through this league. Um, This is like the the origin story of professional lacrosse in Canada is the way I kind of see it. Teams are sponsored by local real estate people. They move in to, to play for the summer. It's like this crazy conundrum of box lacrosse at a really, really high level and tons and tons and tons of dedicated fans behind these teams right here. Um, and this is a lot of guys in the NLL who are staying in shape, playing in the summer up in the MSL. Um, most NLL players you're going to come across have played in the MSL at some point. That's just kind of a, a random connection right there. Um, And the best team in the MSL is the winner of the Man Cup every year. You may know what the Man Cup is. You probably didn't know what league it was attached to. That is attached to major series lacrosse up in Ontario. Um, Again, the easiest breakdown is summer home for a lot of NLL players to kind of go kick back, relax, jump in a lake, play some lacrosse, drink some cold ones with the boys. They're having a great time up there. I know that for sure right now. Peterborough Lakers are the recent champs of the MSL. The Peterborough Lakers are extremely well-known in the box lacrosse community. If you don't know who the Peterborough Lakers are right now, Google them. Google them. You're going to find a a whole treasure trove of lacrosse. Um, Kind of on the other side of the country right there, you have the WLA, the Western Lacrosse Association, over in beautiful British Columbia. Uh, Seven senior teams over there get to hike the mountains, go through Banff. They get the whole kind of cool experience while playing lacrosse in the WLA. Same idea. Summer season, high level lacrosse over there. Senior A lacrosse, extremely exciting talent. You guys can catch YouTube streams of this and all that kind of stuff if you want to look back on it. But again, seven teams, British Columbia. That alone should sell you. Who doesn't want to go to British Columbia for a summer? I'll point that out right there. Uh, each year in the the WLA teams battle out their opponent in the MSL, and that is who the Man Cup winner becomes. You know, I kind of correct myself in the last one right there, but. WLA, MSL, they are competing each year for the Man Cup. That's a very big cup, man. It's it's the Man Cup. That's kind of the biggest way to think about it right there. Langley Thunder last year represented the WLA in their eventual defeat of the, by the Peterborough, Peterborough Lakers. My gosh, that's a mouthful right there. Uh, but yeah, guys, biggest thing you need to know, Langley Thunder, Peterborough Lakers, recent huge teams from both of these leagues. These guys cross the country. They play against each other. And they battle out, which is really awesome. So if you're going to go anywhere from the NLL to learn, look up the WLA and the MSL, and you're going to find some like great 80s and 90s biggest hits compilation-type videos. So pretty awesome stuff in there, guys. Uh, over 4,000 fans in attendance at the recent Man Cup. Um, guys, those are huge. I mean, those are huge, huge, huge games. If you're a lacrosse person, watch those. they kind of fallen down there on the list. I didn't see them falling down. The defunct IBLA in the U.S., a lot of players know about the Interstate Box Lacrosse Association, was founded in 2017, guys. It was kind of the one of the original homes in recent years to um, senior level, junior level, kind of a mix of lacrosse across the U.S. um, Ceased in 2021 after uh, a, a national championship type event in Orlando, Florida. I was there for that. Um, that was the last time that the IBLA existed. And there were 52 teams at the time across the U.S. and the IBLA. So kind of an important one there. And that kind of leads us down the road to the Great Plains Box Lacrosse League, the NABLL, North American Box Lacrosse League. They both kind of tie into how this all went down. And that's where we're going to come back after this ad break. Garrett is going to give you guys a little bit of explanation on those leagues. Until then, guys, hold tight right here. Don't exit out. Don't join another podcast. Don't walk in another room. Stay exactly where you are and don't flinch for these ads. We'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back from the ads. Maybe you bought a really cool razor, a new pair of shoes, some crazy headphones, a new gaming chair like Cami Mac once. You don't know what it was, guys, but that ad read brought you right back to us so we appreciate that ad read for that right there what you've been waiting on in the last 30 seconds minute however long it's been is Garrett's explanation of the BLL and the NABLL and their current residency in box lacrosse in the U.S. Garrett take it away
2: yes bring it home to a league that we all know and love well at least Cammy and I The Box Lacrosse League, formerly known as the Great Plains Box Lacrosse League, founded in 2020. Up until now, they are rebranding themselves to the Box Lacrosse League. They're deciding to not just keep in the Great Plains area, but expand it out. Um, This happened shortly. Well, this happened really after the fall of the IBLA. But a couple teams joined over here. Some other teams went to another league. But, hey, as long as we're all still playing, that's what matters. So the BLL Box Lacrosse League, there's season goes from July until October, with a championship, Andy, in St. Louis. What a time that is, let me tell you. Um, we're coming at 11 teams. We have some teams in the Midwest, a couple of Colorado teams that cross the uh, you know, hop on a plane, drive a little bit of a little road trip in just to see everybody else. Um, but the most recent winners of this past year are the Colorado Roughnecks. How they did it, I don't know. But, you know, they did it. They won. Congratulations to them. Not to hear their shine. I'm just saying that, you know, Portage versus the Don's was a pretty well game. But nothing, nothing to take away from their shine. They won. Um, The oldest team in that league is actually the Madison Milkmen. They've been around for about a decade, a little over a decade. Um, So, so you know, shout out to the Milkmen up there. Um, The North American Box Lacrosse League. So, yeah, we got a lot of acronyms going on. You couldn't tell. They... Another big league around the same level as the Box Across League. Um, they have first season of 31 teams all in the United States. Their season goes from July through about, I think it's September, September, October, somewhere around there. Um, their first championship in Columbus, Ohio, the Westminster, the Westminster Wild won versus the Maine Northmen, who actually the Maine Northmen won an IBLA championship in 2019. Now, the, out too, I'm gonna pause you there, Garrett. The main Northmen, man, they're ballers. They're, yeah. I just want to give a now, shout. They are very, very. I, I checked them out, out, and I didn't know who they were before this, but I'm like, these guys, these guys can play. So Plus the Northmen is
1: just such a sick name. I
2: yeah, that's I mean, like, like, something you can embrace. Yeah, yeah. I, that's something I can
1: get behind for sure.
2: Yeah, like the main Northmen. Like you know, once the Northmen come in town, you're gonna have some trouble. So I love that. Um. But yeah, that's the other league besides the box lacrosse. This is the North American box lacrosse league. Um, a whole slew of teams from across the country. A lot of great talent. A lot of great teams. Um, if you find someone that you're really um, passionate about, I recommend go. You know, go get some merch from them. You got some pretty cool people around.
0: That's true. So what man. else that's, we got? That's true. Garrett, that's, that's a great lead into the junior structure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, this is the thing. This is the thing for those new listeners out there. For those new box listeners we love you, thank you for being here. You're probably sitting here like, man, how do guys get to be pro lacrosse players? Well, there's, there's a lot of different avenues. We'll first off say that right there. But it's a little bit different than just college to the pros. You know, we don't have guys, you know, junior year, sophomore year of college being like, nah, I'm declaring for the draft. That's not really how it works. It's a little bit different. You don't necessarily have to go to school. There's, there's different routes. Guys get drafted at a high school age. They get drafted kind of all over the place. I will say it's a big connection game. It's who you know, what, who you played for, what those coaches connections are. It's a big part in the box game, but the funnel is kind of different from the U S to the Canadian game. The most traditional route kind of in, in previous years for box lacrosse across the board to get to the pros was to go play juniors in Canada. Um, and junior lacrosse is obviously you have junior C, junior A, junior B, and then in, you know, you go up from there, you have senior C, senior A, senior B type thing. So you got to go across the board there, but you, most guys are going to start at the junior level, much like, you know, junior hockey in the U.S. They're kind of high school age to, um, you know, early college age guys. It's where you, it's where you really, you know, you, you win your, your persona. You know, you really are becoming who you are as a box player. You're the fighter, you're the scorer. That all starts in junior lacrosse for the Canadian guys. And for a lot of Americans, we should add as well, now too, Uh, biggest thing to talk about in the junior game is the Minto Cup. The Minto Cup is the epitome of junior lacrosse in Canada. It's a a huge deal. Um, A lot of players are drafted out of the Minto Cup every year. That's a natural route because there's a big, big, big spotlight on the Minto Cup when it's happening. Um, The Whitby Warriors of the OJBLL, the Ontario, Ontario Junior Box Lacrosse League defeated St. Albert Miners of the RMLL Rocky Mountain Lacrosse League two games to one most recently. I got to watch a little bit of that in review. Um, I'll tell you guys right now, junior lacrosse in Canada is no joke. Like, it's no joke. Some of the best field players in the U.S. that you see on ESPN every now and then, they're going to come out of the Mento Cup. They're going to come out of these great box teams at the junior level. Um, So guys are going D1 and they're going pro straight out of the Minto Cup. So kind of keep that in mind right there. You also have the Arena Lacrosse League, which is kind of a newer one from my understanding. The ALL is kind of that in-between. It's a great place for players to get the attention of the NLL. It's a great developmental league. Um, It's very, very good lacrosse that a lot of Americans are now going over to Ontario to play in as well. So kind of a natural feeder system right there to get NLL scouts in front of players from across the country. There were some Japanese players involved in that league last year, from my understanding as well. And then we come over here to the U.S. You have the National Collegiate Box Series, the NCBS. This was founded back, I think, in like 2017, I want to say, with Colorado being the first group to kind of start this. um, Kind of a Denver, University of Denver connection right there. Since then, leagues in the National Collegiate Box Series have popped up in California, upstate New York, Ohio, my home state, I can say it right there. Uh, Connecticut and the Mid Atlantic. The San Diego Royals have won two years in a row. Most recently, they are very connected to the San Diego Seals. A lot of players coaching that team, helping them out. Um, You know, actually, we've seen now players go from the San Diego Royals up to the San Diego Seals. So there's that natural route from you know a non-traditional area all the way up to the NLL. That's what the National Collegiate Box Series kind of provides: is that junior style lacrosse here in the U.S. for players while they are still in college. So A really, really good route to get players in front of scouts. That's the biggest thing, guys. The NLL used to have open tryouts. They do, I think, still in some cases now. If you want to try your talent, see what's going on, you should probably jump in one of those open combines or tryouts. It's a great experience. You get a cool jersey. You get to meet a whole lot of people. Even if you don't make it, you get to say that you tried out for a professional sports organization. So keep your eyes peeled for those opportunities. We'll be right back on here after this ad break. All righty, guys, welcome back from that ad break. I promise, final ad break of the show. Gentlemen, we got through the meat and potatoes. We're into the dessert section of the show. We're sitting here. We're talking through this whole thing. This is not a normal structure. We should say that right now. We're going we're gonna to cover a lot of this stuff. We're going to banter back and forth. But we're going to add a fourth person into a lot of these shows. That fourth person could be a guest like the NLL commissioner. If you're listening, we'd love to have you on. Could be somebody in our league. You don't know. The thing about it is, could be anybody involved in the lacrosse community. Maybe they make gear. Epic lacrosse. Do you want to join the show? It's always an option. But that fourth guest is going to be a part of this show moving forward and a new guest every week, guys, that you're going to want to tune in to see. Gentlemen, who do you want to see on the show? Should we shout out? Should we call out anybody right now that you want to have on the show? Steve Nash is not allowed on the show. We said it right now. Don't ask Steve Nash to be on the show. He's got other commitments. What do you guys think?
2: Good question. I don't know. Actually, one person I want to see on this show. Um, you guys remember the, uh, the Thrill of Nation guy from um, like old box across? Not old box across.
0: Oh my gosh. He um, signed to a PBLA contract yes.
2: right now. Bill O'Brien.
0: Bill O'Brien. That's why I went. Playing for the Sparks. Yeah. Right.
2: So, Bill O'Brien, one person him, I want to uh, see in here.
1: I just recently saw him get into a tussle uh,
0: mm-hmm. on
1: social media. So, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely someone that'd be fun to bring in. Um, I know that the the NLL is uh, doing a game in San Diego, an outdoor game, actually, um, between yes. the Desert Dogs and the Seals. So I uh, would love to bring anyone on, you know, a part of that. What does it look like uh, putting on something, uh, not only, you know, an NLL game, but a game that's, uh, you know, kind of ahead of the, of the curve there, right? An outdoor game, Um You know, a lot of moving pieces that go into that and a great way to bring together a lot of people from across communities so uh, hopefully we can talk our producer Al into giving us some tickets down to that game. but otherwise, I, I really am just excited to see, uh, you know, where this podcast goes, uh, how many people we can reach. Obviously, we want this to be a larger audience podcast, not just for people who enjoy lacrosse. Right. Uh, we're going to start bringing over those football fans, those NHL fans, those NBA fans. And, uh, you know, I think we're already kind of seeing some of those transitions happening with, uh, you know, a league like the NLL being uh, third in, in attendance for uh, pro indoor sports behind the NBA and the NHL right so um, there's a lot of really great things that that can happen from having uh, a platform like this and hopefully we can represent a lot of those hardcore lacrosse guys who are trying to get you know their buddies to buy into a new sport
0: and new atmosphere yeah, yeah. We got
2: we a lot of ground to cover so let's get spot going
0: on. spot on John Grant Jr. and Casey Powell those are my two
2: love
0: it I love I it I'd love to pick their brains. I'd love Casey. Yeah, Mark, Mark Matthews
1: uh, leading the, the league in points right now for the NLO. I'd love to have that guy sit down with us too. It's, I mean, really the door's open. Any any pro players, any guys with a lot of lacrosse experience, uh, right. definitely welcome to sit down with the boys, you know, have some beverages and, and talk some shop.
0: That's right. That's right. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure as always. Those of you listening, welcome into episode one. Thank you for spending your 30 minutes of valuable time with us. We appreciate it. We love you. We can't wait to see you in person. Until then, stay tuned and look forward to the next episode of Picking Corners right here on the Box Lacrosse channel. See you guys later.